get to the point. I am Joe DeLeon here coming to you from the audio recording studio here in the Kingston campus of the University of Rhode Island in Ranger Hall. I am joined by the tangential Sean Anderson. And, uh... Sean, I think you let somebody into the room. God, he's got a microphone. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get to the Point. I know it's been an extended leave of absence, but I'm back in the booth and better than ever. The booth. You know, I heard Sean taking shots at me, and I had to come we'll, come back and defend my honor. I'm glad we'll, I could at we'll least light you, a fire yeah, under we'll you. We'll let you defend yourself Jeez. for these first couple minutes. So you know wh- what? what do you have to say? Sometimes becoming an academic weapon becomes more important than the podcast, which is tough to say because the podcast is very important to me as it is to you guys. But, uh, you know, being scholarly is uh, always as important, if not more. Okay, if you're going to make those claims, though, they're, fa- they're moderately fair claims. Whatever work you were doing, you better have gotten an A on. We will report on that if you do not. I shall receive an A. You shall? Like, what, are the, what percentage are we talking here, chances you get an A? It's no with, shot. Really? Really. <laughs> I'm going to go with a, oh, a soft 71%. He wasn't studying. He was hanging out with Amel and Matty Pyers. That is oh. just Studying? Oh. I, he, they were all out going to get Chipotle or, or Panera oh. or something like that. Those are two different places. Studying? I, will, I, I said so, or something like that, I will, Joe. I will Wait, put what? it on the Bible that I was doing. The work. Bible? The Bible. Were you working with the Bible? I was not working with the Bible. Okay. But so, also, um, I have some breaking news. Breaking news, really? Actually, is this real breaking news? This is real breaking news. The Ravens released- The hell is wrong with you? I will, I will bleep You're that so out. You're so dumb. Two minutes and 27 seconds, I will bleep it out. You are so dumb. <laughs> I will bleep it out. <laughs> Two minutes and 27 seconds. Go. What's your- and Go ahead, The fire. Ravens release Eric Weddle to add to my list for later on. Really? That just happened? Seven minutes ago. Man, the, the time really flies in. when you're trying to tape a phone to a speaker. <laughs> yeah, well, so in today's episode, though, and Sean, or not Sean, Fire, that is perfect timing and a great way to preface this. We're going to be talking about what is to come in the offseason. We got the NFL draft. We just had the NFL combine occur. There's some headlines going on. And also, not to mention, free agency is pretty much right around the corner. It is next week, actually. The 13th is when yes, sir. free agency opens. The NFL New Year. The NFL New Year. Stop looking at me like you're that, playing Sean. With my, you're playing with my headphone cords. You're, <laughs> st- if you're going to do that, use your own cords. You're yanking on my ears. Do you see this? I'll yank this on nonsense, what I want to yank on. I got, I got Jake who's here half the time, and I got, the, <laughs> I got Joe who just... I, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yes, that's fine. All right. What, can I we talk combine? Can we please, yes. dear God, talk combine? Yes. So who actually watched the combine? I did. I did. How much of it did you watch? Um, I watched a little bit from each position, but um, I was surprised. I watched mostly the quarterback wide receivers because, you know, it's like the two hot topic positions mm-hmm. in the NFL, and I was very underwhelmed with the performances by the QBs. They did not look that good, in my opinion. Yeah, Kurt Warner even quoted saying this to Peter King on on Pro Football Talk, and he said that this is just a very average group. There's nothing 
spectacular about any of these quarterbacks. Nope. None of them do anything wonderful. Well, he prefaced it by saying Dwayne Haskins, Kyler Murray, and then everyone behind him, they all have some type of issue that is standing in the way of them being better than they are and being worth a caliber of a franchise quarterback. And these issues aren't minor. They're major, major issues that are keeping them from being of high quality. So it's a great point that you're saying that you did not notice anything I, good from I the mean, quarterbacks. I mean, these quarterbacks were under-throwing balls with nobody even defending wide receiver. I mean, I, yep. I get it. It's the biggest job interview of your of your life. But, you know, you got to make the easy throws. The, the funny thing, and I don't know if you caught this or you saw this part, but do you remember when Tyree Jackson was just ripping balls at the receivers during the, the gauntlet drill, and Steve Smith Sr. went up to him and he said, Yo, bro, stop. Like, he had a mic in his hand because he was there for NFL Network, and he said, yo, stop ripping the balls at the at the receivers. I don't know if you caught that, did you? I did not catch that. Well, a, a guy that really doesn't have uh, an understanding of his capabilities is Tyree Jackson from Buffalo. But what other takeaways did you get from the combine, Jake? You know, people are getting faster and faster these days. There's some big boys that are moving pretty quick. I forget which player it was, Brown or tight. I don't. I don't even know. I forget his name. But what, he, what position? I think I want to say he was a tight end, and he ran like a four or five or four. No, four. a Fant from Iowa. Could be okay, but I wasn't focused as much as I should have been. But uh, people are moving these days. Sean, what takeaways did you have from the combine? Uh, the D linemen look freaky. They all look just. They look like they're pro-ready. I mean, this is a D-line studded draft. I did want to see more from my boy O'Shane Zimenez, but... Is he, he the ODU guy? Yeah, he didn't have the best combine, but I, yeah. I like he's he's legit. Yep. He's legit. I, I still think he's he's a he's a top talent, and whoever signs him is going to be great, but uh, you wish he just performed a little bit better. How about the headline that Quinian Williams, the defensive lineman, and also potential number one overall pick from Alabama. How about the headline that... Apparently, after running his or right before running his four eight one forty, that's incredible at three hundred pounds. But he ate for breakfast that day, four double stuff Oreos, and that was it. <sighs> that was his breakfast for the day. I do enjoy that. Y- you got guys, and I remember they were talking about it. You got guys that are like, "Oh, I had one cheat meal the whole preparation for the combine. It was a cheeseburger, and I was eating nothing but." You know, stuff that was very concentrated and measured out. And you got Quinnen Williams over here eating double stuff Oreos and then running a 4840. <laughs> Just wants to keep it keep it light. Whole grain Oreos. Right. Whole grain <laughs> Oreos. Organic. Were they organic <laughs> Oreos? All natural, non GMO. The one takeaway that I really got, though, from the combine, and this is one that stuck, stuck to me, was that everyone was freaking out over DK Metcalf and the performance that he had. True. And the stuff that he did was freakish. He's a huge dude. He's six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds, roughly. Ran a four three forty, but for whatever reason, a more productive receiver during his time in college that also put up decent numbers, actually spectacular numbers at the combine, rather very similar to DK Metcalf. Not as many people are talking about, it, and that's Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. He's six foot two and some change. And this is not being a, me being a homer. If you talk to any other. Uh, Scout, they will be saying the same thing. It's just it's hard. just not being it's hard. I know. For us. It's, it's hard. Just, I know. Let me just say that yes. Metcalf benched more than Khalil Mack at the combine. That I, for, I forget ridiculous. when Miles Boykin's 
bench numbers were, but he still had a 4-4-2-40. He had a higher vertical and a better broad, and he also had a better three-cone drill than DK did. So similar size, a little bit lighter, a little bit thinner, and he's, he's almost at that same level of athletic ability. I see a guy like him moving up draft boards, maybe in contention, late first-round pick, early second-round pick. You know, that's fine. I bring up my ODU guy, you yeah. bring up your Notre Dame But guy. it's not – th- it wasn't even an instance where I, I, I'm i I'm home harping on him because he's a Notre Dame guy. It just so happened Joe. that a lot of people are talking about him. Just imagine <laughs> Metcalf going into crack a linebacker on, like, an outside run play. Yeah. He's going to destroy people. Oh, I didn't say that what he did was not impressive. I know you didn't yeah. say that, but I'm just saying, you know, his intangible is you can't sleep on him. He's – going to be a fantastic player in the NFL. I think that the one thing that's really going to impact his stock, however, is determining, and it depends on how things went with the doctors, is how fully healed that neck injury he had is because something like that can be nagging, and if that does not heal properly, his career is done. This isn't an issue where, oh, he needs a, there's a timetable to return. His career will straight up be done. So hopefully things end up working out with him. Any final thoughts on the Combine? I have a final thought on the neck injury. Yes, go ahead. Peyton Manning had a neck injury, and he won a oh Super Bowl. It was a little it. bit different oh of God. a ne- neck injury. <laughs> it's a child's argument. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the neck injury was like close to spinal. I just had to say, I, yeah, knew, I, knew, I know. I have I a knew, cartoon, and I, I didn't crash. What's Sean wrong was, with you? I knew that was going to rattle <laughs> Sean. That's why I said it. I knew Sean was going to get rattled, and he did. Yeah. I win. I'm re- really mad at you, though, that you were not here on Sunday to talk about the Bryce Harper situation. Because, like, I was just making fun of him, but, like, I needed you to also put him down and not, like, like let no, him get a, even more I, I angry over the feel, situation. I feel very bad for Sean to do, but you had to see it coming. Mm, I think a, I, a lot of people saw that coming. Are we talking about this right now? We're not talking about this right now. Because yesterday and today was the deadline for franchise tags to be put through. And yesterday was when we started to hear a lot of these big names having the franchise tag... Slapped right on him. So there's a short little brief list of some guys that were tagged already. Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys, defensive end. Frank Clark, defensive end for the Seahawks. Jadevion Clowney, defensive end for the Texans. D. Ford, edge rusher for the Chiefs. Grady Jarrett, defensive lineman for the Falcons. Robbie Gould, and this is the best one, kicker for the San Francisco 49ers. I really thought the Bears were going to get him. I thought the Bears. I thought Robbie was going back to Chicago. The, God, that was what so I read. It's it's crazy that there's a storyline here with a kicker. God, he's so highly touted. <laughs> hey, you got Robbie Gould's a good kicker. Consistent. He's a very good. He's a very consistent kicker. If you can get a consistent kicker, you got to hold on to him. You really do. Yeah, I'm a little bummed Matt Bryant retired. But mm. uh, what a mistake by Dallas. Tagging him again? Yeah. I mean, he That's wants. Why do you say that? He wants a really long term deal, and he's going to hold out. It's gonna. It's a waste of money. See, he's not gonna well, get surgery. What I until read, he gets a long-term deal. What I read from ESPN. Yeah, yeah I saw the whole surgery. Surgery. Thing, but what I read on ESPN. <laughs> that's from, a power uh, move right there. <laughs> that, is, that is a statement. Hey, what Antonio, a, take <laughs> take notes. I mean, <laughs> you think Antonio's gonna like intentionally hurt himself? <laughs> Le'Veon's like, <laughs> Le'Veon's like, I'm not gonna stop eating unless I get a long-term <laughs> deal. <laughs> eating and smoking. <laughs> to turn to Eddie Lacy. But what I read, oh, what I read oh about Demarcus Lawrence though, is that they're actually pretty <laughs> close to getting that long-term deal. They just didn't want him to hit free agency and be able to talk to other teams. So it was just a precaution. They're expecting to get a deal done. And after Randy Gregory getting suspended and Taco Charlton looking 
pretty below average. They're in desperate need of Demarcus Lawrence's services. I mean, yeah, he's a for sure an impact player. He on had that like a hundred. Did you see that stat? He had like over a hundred and forty QB pressures in the last two years. Yeah, I could see that. No, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, he's elite. A hundred. Uh, Pro Football Focus tweeted that mm. out, I believe over a hundred and forty. It could have been one sixty four. I think that's the number I'm thinking of. But in case it's not, I'm saying one forty. There's a four in it somewhere. Yeah, that's a ridiculous number over two years. No, yeah, he's a Demarcus Lawrence is a beast. But there are a couple people that were not tagged that created a relatively interesting storyline. Trey Flowers of the Patriots, Steven Gostowski of the Patriots, Antonio Brown, wait, Trent Brown. Trent Brown, my fault, of the Patriots as well. I, I assume that you wrote these wrote these down. I did, I did. You know, being the guy from New England okay. here, I have to, you know, represent my team. And um, very, very interesting decisions there by the Pats. And I really, I wanted Trent Brown to come back. You know, he's that left tackle spot. He did a great job this season. Mosley didn't get the tag either. Nope. I hate yeah, to cut CJ you off. CJ Mosley didn't I, and I, Landon I, Collins. I, yeah. But I just want to touch upon the the, the Trent Brown situation, though. If Trent Brown doesn't come back, they already have the same right tackle from last year. They do. Also, hold on. At left tackle, they drafted Isaiah yes. Wynn with their first yes. pick. So that's, I think, why they didn't franchise tag him. They know that Trent Brown's probably going to be asking for some pretty big money to play right tackle somewhere considering the way that he played at left tackle out of position a little bit for him. So I don't think that they want to spend the money. They got Isaiah Wynn. Isaiah Wynn should plug in and play but, just right. But coming off of a torn Achilles, being that size, yeah. that's tough. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, I, I can see from the – you got Skronekia, the old offensive lineman whisperer mm-hmm. of the NFL. So I can see where your trust is there, but Trent Brown was a, is a sure thing. Now, Sean, you brought up C.J. Mosley. Do you think that a deal is going to get done there, or do you think he's garnering no, he's, too much money? No, he's he's entering free agency. Wow. If uh, C.J. Mosley, yeah, wow, he's going to be that a free agent. A, yeah, that is he's going to get a ton of money from some team that he's, wants an incredible Mike linebacker. Yeah, he's a number seven uh, ranked free agent on the market right now. Uh, this list is ridiculous. Earl Thomas should not be second. Nick Foles should not be fourth. That's a joke. Are you kidding me? Foles. Do you want to hear my? I'm going to wait for my little section there, but Earl Thomas deserves to be at number two. He's too old, man. He's like one of my favorite safeties of this generation. He's okay. just too old. All right, you ready? Okay, go ahead. 2018 season, played in four games, mm-hmm. 22 tackles, three interceptions. If that's not productivity, I don't know what is. Oh, he's very productive. I think it, I think he's a very good safety. I'm just saying he's got two major injuries behind him, and he's getting up there. And he's also going to be asking to be paid and set the market he deserves at the safety to be paid. position. It's just it's the nature true, of the beast, but man. But there's not going to be a lot of teams that are going to be able to pay a safety to reset the market. Who would you rather have, Landon Collins or Earl Thomas? I would take Earl Landon Thomas, Com- but the what I would, as a quality of player, I'd rather have Earl Thomas. What? But I think you could get Landon Collins. I would cheaper. as well. I would. I, I don't would think well. Landon Collins is not a good coverage safety. He's a great. Run-stopping safety, and and Jake and I were talking about this before the show. I watched Landon Collins get dogged every game when I had to watch every single Giants game. He got dogged on a consistent basis by tight ends, by receivers, by running backs. There were not a lot of instances where I saw him on the positive end of a pass play where he was covering someone. So you guys are taking... Earl Thomas, who's going to be in a home soon because he's so injured and he can't well, walk relax. around. Let's relax I, with you that. don't think so? No. 
I think he's a very good he's player. Had, he's had, he broke his leg. Sorry about that game break. You heard that? Hot one. Wow. We need to put he you did. a uh, sock on that. <laughs> but he broke his leg. You're, and then what else did he okay. do? What he, did he tear his Achilles or tear his ACL? Four games, twenty-two tackles, three interceptions. How old is he? Can we get a number on? I'll the get age? a number on it. Go ahead, Jake. Are you going to continue spouting the same uh, you know facts? Uh, so, ready, Landon Collins, twelve oh, games. Oh, he's not even thirty yet. Ninety-six tackles in twelve games, Landon Collins. But get this: zero interceptions and only four pass breakups. Yeah, I would honestly believe those numbers sound pretty correct. Up until he got hurt, he was the leading tackler for the Giants. Yeah. Like I said, great run-stopping safety. They put him in the box often. They'll bring him down. They're not. He is not a, a safety that is not afraid. That there was so many knots in there. He is a safety that is not afraid to get his nose dirty. He will make those big plays, and yeah. he also lays the boom. I mean, I just am not confident in his ability to to, to cover the pass anymore. He's, he's not the same player. He's six foot two, sixteen. You know, he brings the boom from from all the way back there, the safety spot. And so, you know what? He deserves to get paid, but not as much as Earl Thomas. I honestly the best safety in free agency. I would not be surprised if Landon Collins got paid some dumb money by a team for like a three to four year deal, and then he gets cut two years into that deal because he is just not playing at the the level that they expected him to. I think too many people are going to get too caught up in his numbers without really considering that he's too much of a liability in the passing game in a pass-happy league. So, Sean, what do you got for us? All right. Well, I mean, you guys are sold on Earl Thomas. He's not even 30 yet. Uh, NFL.com is calling him a future Hall of F- uh, potential future Hall of Famer. Ooh. Thank you. He'll be there. Uh, I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think that Landon Collins is a better signing, though, I if disagree. you're working for the future. Why do you say that? I think he's much more talented. He's healthier. You know, depends on the scheme. What do you De- mean he's healthier? He's, he's been... Not as banged up, but he's been is he banged up. He's is younger. He younger. He's younger. Has he played in the last three seasons? How much? How yes. much has he been barred for the Collins? last two out of three? How seasons? much younger is he than Earl Thomas? Two, three years. Oh, two or three years. All right, let me look it up right now. Landon Collins is twenty six. That's what I'm saying too. Landon Collins is twenty six. No, I, I I know that for a fact. He's twenty six years old. Well, we'll see here in a minute. He's twenty five or twenty six. Earl Thomas is twenty nine. He'll be thirty by the season. So you get. And how long probably is? three more good years out of Earl Thomas. Ooh. And then Landon Collins that. is probably in that same range. And at a lower quality of play. Landon College, Collins, 25 years old. He just turned 25. Okay, I was a little bit off. So he'll be 25 this season. So five-year difference. But you're getting, you're getting three more Hall of Fame years out of Earl Thomas. You're getting five quality safety years out of... <clears throat> Pardon De- me, define, Landon Collins. But, define safety. You're getting, but also you're getting wait, five the, quality run stopping years. Yeah, d- define quality at at that level because I don't. I'm not confident in him being able to defend the pass. Nor I'm not I. confident in Earl Thomas not breaking his leg again. That is a fair yeah, argument. That's fair. I mean, durability is an issue in the NFL. He's a phenomenal talent. I keep on saying this, but once you get over thirty, I, I'm fine with a couple injuries. <laughs> I'm I'm fine with a uh, an injury or two under. Like if you're if you're under 25, I'm okay there. You're still pretty young. You can heal up. You still got a, a future career. There are a lot of freaks in the league. He's Earl gonna, Thomas uh, is going to be 30 this season, right? He's going to be motivated. Okay. Oh, he's so he'll be motivated. Jake, you he's leaving. He, he was unhappy in, in Seattle. He flipped off his team when he got injured and leaving. And you know what? He's going to get to a new team, fresh start. You know, before before we put him to pasture. Jake, you were talking about before the show how. 
incredible this safety group is going into free agency. Yes, it is. It's strong. What were some of the guys that you were looking at that really stick out? You know what? I have to add to the list now, like I said before, because yeah. Eric, Eric Weddle just got released to free agency, and he's a top-tier uh, safety in this in this class. But I have Earl Thomas at one, Landon Collins at two, Tyron Matthew at three, Adrian Amos at four, HaHa Clinton Dix at five, and LaMarcus Joyner at six. I actually think LaMarcus Joyner is better than HaHa Clinton Dix from the uh, Rams, so I'm going to throw him up there at five. But regardless, those are some quality, quality safeties that you can get in this year's free agency. You think Amos is better than, uh, uh, what's his name? Jeez, uh, I'm looking at his name right now. Uh, Joiner. Joiner. Yeah, you think Amos is better than Joiner? I mean, that Bears defense was lethal. I mean, so was the Rams too, I guess. But I don't know. I think it's a toss up. I mean, depends on the kind of defense you want. Yeah, I mean, play. it's a big time safety, safety free agency here. It is. They're, there we go. like we said. Good safety class. But what other names are really drawing interest from, from us right now? I mean, the the, the uh, one other big one that sticks out to me is Nick Foles. <sighs> the only reason what? why his name is big is because... He won a the, Super Bowl. Uh, but he's not a good quarterback. What do you mean? He's going to go to the Jaguars and stink. That's very debatable. He's going to go to the Jaguars and stink. I saw some stupid thing that was like over under 11 and a half wins for the Jaguars. Are you kidding me? Nick Foles is terrible. The Jaguars are, are just as bad. I don't know how you can say that. I don't. I, what do you mean? I, I just said it. He's a Giants fan. He's two mad years, that the Jags stomped them. Two in years one. prior, the the Jaguars put up a game against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. They were a good team, but what they put together and they, all that money they spent has fallen apart. They have all the pieces that they need to be successful again next year, except for quarterback. Blake Bortles is despicable. You need a perfect scenario for Nick Foles to perform at a high level. Him I going mean, to the Jacksonville Jaguars is got, not a, a being able to perform at a high level. They're below average offensive line. They have okay. a running back that doesn't that doesn't care, and they have a phenomenal second string running back in Carlos Hyde, and also T.J. Yeldon. But they don't have any receivers. Keenan Cole? He's okay. Who else do you have besides that? You know, if they still had Allen Robinson, I would throw his name he, out there, he's but gone. he's on he, Chicago. Um, Marquise Lee's not very good. I can't Alan really Hearns? Allen Hearns? Allen Hearns is Dallas. not there. Yep, he's on the he's Cowboys. On Dallas now. Damn. So there is no one there that I'm really confident in. But going back to, though, Sean, what names are you going to be watching and trying to see where they're going to end up? Uh, still Ndamukong Su for me. He's he's still the guy that lights he's up, back uh, lights up my. You think so? I think so. I hope so. He loves uh, Ziggy Ansah, I think him. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Uh, my guy. I'm Nana surprised Marfo. he wasn't tagged. Anza, I'm surprised he wasn't tagged. I, I they're they're worried about his injuries and stuff like that. Yeah, but he, I, had, I, he had a bit of a down year. Uh, he's he's a phenomenal edge rusher. I'm fine with him. Uh, if if a team wants to pick him up, I'll, you know, I think he's somebody that I, I'd really enjoy seeing uh, succeed. Uh, I do want to see what Nick Foles does. I think he is only going to succeed in Philly. I don't think he's going to work in Jacksonville. Hot take. I think he will succeed. Okay. Also, I have a... Here, uh, that's going to be my uh, take for the later segment. Let right. me give you a scenario here with the Patriots. Okay. Ready? Depending on what Rob Gronkowski does, 
the Patriots signed Tyler Eifert. I honestly could see that, and I, I saw that, that situation coming his, up that Tyler Eifert oh, would fit there perfectly. His durability has been terrible, terrible mm-hmm. the past five seasons. But when he's playing, he's making impacts on the game. It's just fact. It's just fact. And the Patriots released Dwayne Allen to free up some cap space. We're not giving that guy we're – not, we're not taking a $6 million cap hit on Dwayne Allen. Great blocker. Can he catch the ball? No, he's got bricks for hands. And that's – what do you think about that, Sean? Tyler Everett the Pats. And it's just the injury ward running out there on the, yeah, on the, is, on the Y and the that's F. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. <laughs> Injury reward at that's tight a, end. That's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough sell for a, for a, a possibly 19 week season there. Even but if uh, Gronk <laughs> though does come back, I honestly could still see Tyler Eifert coming to the Patriots. I think it's a great fit. I think it'd be a good move. Also, they they utilize yeah. tight ends better than anybody else in yeah. the league. I think that that's also a selling point for Gronkowski to stay. That oh, we're gonna get Eifert. He'll be taking some of the hits off you, so you can you can stay a little bit healthier this year. He's honestly Gronk. This is a little bit off the free agent path. But Gronk should stay until Brady retires. That is, that's that's my whose take. Whose take was that? That was my take. Uh, that was my take. You said that. Yes, I said that. You agreed with me. Well, this is getting to the point there. where idiots argue over who said what. Also, where other idiots aren't as juiced up as C.J. Mosley being on the market as I am. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, are you kidding that. me? I've got to see where he goes. I know he's gonna. Oh God, that defense wherever he goes is gonna change completely. But throwing a little bit of a curveball here. A little slow. Not, not the best pass coverage linebacker. But. Let's see how quickly we can think on our feet. Oh, jeez. I think it would be a little bit fun here, and to do this going forward, is we're going to take a look to start today at the top four picks in the draft who hold them in an ideal situation going forward. Did you want this to be a think on the feet segment, or did you, or did uh, you not want to show been, prep this? It should have been show prepped, but I'll tell you position. I'm okay. not gonna, I'm not gonna go oh, on a limb and tell you player. That's fine. So Arizona Cardinals, they're three and thirteen. They struggled defensively. Their offensive line was very weak. They don't have many assets on the defensive line. Their secondary has not been the same since Tyran Matthew left. So they could really go in any direction. Yeah. Even if they decide to go with Kyler Murray. So what do you think that their biggest needs are going forward, Jake? Let's go with you first. I mean, they just need to get more players. They're just weak in that department. I mean, in Clingsbury, that's his name, right, Cliff Clingsbury? Yes. He's got a great uh, relationship with um, Kyler Murray because he recruited him, re- bleh, recruited him out of high school. So I don't know, though. You, you could get some, some trade value out of Josh Rosen. He has potential, but he didn't have a great rookie season. Take Kyler Murray, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. Sean, what do you Up think the are the air. biggest needs for the Cardinals? Uh, take Quinn and Williams. I think he will be a perennial pro bowler in Arizona. They always have a uh, find a way to have a good defensive line. Uh, I think that he is the safest good. pick yeah. in the draft. That's actually, yeah, I love that pick. I think he, he would uh, like a new uh, Calais Campbell in, uh, in Arizona. I, yeah. I very much enjoy uh, that selection by them if they took it. My big thing for them is they just need to get as many assets as possible with that top pick. They should really use it in drafting the best overall players, either Quinian Williams or Nick Bosa. And then as far as free agency goes, you need to protect Josh, Ro- Josh Rosen if you decide you don't want Kyler Murray. Getting some offensive linemen and building around him, maybe signing a top-level receiver as well to be paired with Larry Fitzgerald. So San Francisco 49ers lost Jimmy Garoppolo Midway 
Now, actually, pretty early on in the season due to an ACL tear. He has terrible durability problems. They are very thin at the receiver position. Their defensive line is very top caliber. The rest of their defense is young and improving. Maybe they could use some additional help on the offensive line. What do you think that their approach and what positions they should target I during mean, the offseason? I mean, right now they have DeForest Buckner, who's a great player. And they also have Eric Armstead. They do. And, and Solomon Thomas. And I think they could get the fourth guy, Nick Bosa, and oh, be the best defensive line in the on that one. I could say, if he is at the second pick, in on that one too. that would be an incredible defensive line that teams would have to face. But I could also see them going after Metcalf just to pair him up with... Uh, with the second overall pick? Oh, to pair him up with Jimmy G if they don't get Antonio Brown? The second overall pick? What? Oh, is that ridiculous? Yes. How? When has a receiver ever gone two overall? I mean, you take a risk on the lifetime Would you not have taken Calvin players. Johnson two overall if you uh, if you had the chance? I think I might have, but I don't think DK's that level, and there's so many other guys that are much better than okay. him. Okay, who, who else would you take? Three, I'm just three. saying, you want, it, you want it, somebody uh, that's going to sell. Williams, uh, he's Josh off the board at Allen, Quinn and Williams Montez off the, Sweat, maybe. He's not paying attention. I already said what Williams I'm, is going to Arizona. But, I, uh, but I'm saying... I'm saying hypothetically, but I just named a bunch of other guys. Okay, De- I would take Devin White from LSU before I would take DK Metcalf. Uh, well, you know what? Dude, you're a hater. LA has proven <laughs> the Rams. The Rams have proven to me that defense can win games. Yep. And you know, with with what they've done with that D line, you know, I think if San Fran takes the same approach, you know, that's a great way to build from the bottom up D line and. No, because you can always get production out of any receiver. Mm-hmm. It just got to Jimmy G stays healthy, and you know they got Greg Kittle, and you know he's got to try to scrape out a couple W's. Their top priority in free agency really needs to be taking and finding a good receiver to help out Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe even drafting one in the second round. Dante Pettis had a pretty good first year, but he's not going to be a number one guy. He's going to be a number two or three receiver, but consistent at that level. So they're going to need to find some weapons, help him out, maybe take a running back to fill out that backfield as well. I mean, Matt Brigade has still looked very very good last season. It just depends if they want to continue with him going forward. So New York Jets were also 4-12. Okay, so what are your 1-2 and two right now? What do you mean my 1-2? Your 1-2 and two? One and two picks. We're not we're not doing a mock draft. You said right think now. on your feet. I'm I'm thinking on my feet here. I, I think it's going to be Nick Bosa, and then it's going to be Quinine Williams- yeah, it's Quinnen. Quinnen Williams. There we go. The New York Jets, also 4-12. They got their guy in Sam Darnold. They lack talent on the offensive line, but they're also pretty young at defense. And training forward, they could have a pretty good defensive unit. So where do you see them going and targeting? What do they need to improve on? Metcalf. Oh, he's got Metcalf to the Jets. Uh, I'd have Bosa to the Jets uh, in my in my top three. Sam Darnold has nobody to throw to over there. Nobody. I think that the oh, Jets like that in the draft, they need to trade back and Their then best take Trade back. back. They're not good enough to trade back. Trade back. back. No. You, no, trade you, back you and take everybody? get more draft picks. Their best wide receiver is You don't Robbie think Metcalf Anderson is right going to be out of there by the pick 10? He is not going to be. A t- oh, and by tick, pick 10 possibly, but not with the third overall pick. He should. He should. Oh, Sam Darnold God. needs weapons. He's throwing to nobody. Yeah, but you don't, take, you don't reach based on need. DK, there are so many that, other good players above him. That is the single dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. That oh, Are you kidding me? That is the number one draft philosophy of any team that wants to be successful. You never reach and take a, a, a player based on your need. You take best overall. You take best overall players, so then you don't skip out and miss on players that end up okay. going to teams behind you right, that Joe. end up playing better because Ready? you reach. Ready? 
So you you're a best you have, player off the board. Yes, that's how you draft. Yes, that's okay, how any I, logical general no. manager will oh, yeah. draft. All right, I have Tom Brady. I'm oh, because the Jets are really great because they picked Leonard Williams that one year because he was the best player on the board when they could have yeah. gotten somebody that could have helped them. All right, you ready? He was a dud. How does I that? How does that? How does that work out? How does that philosophy work out? Because they wanted to get the best player off the draft board, didn't they? Yes. That was their rash, rationale for getting Leonard Big Cat Williams. And what has he done for them? Jack squat. So you're saying that like um, yeah. any team with an elite quarterback, for example, no, should have drafted not Carson Wentz. That. I am not. Oh, saying let's draft that. Carson Wentz, even though we have Aaron Rodgers. The quarterback Tom Brady. position is unique in that situation, but you don't take a wide receiver third overall because you need a wide receiver. Why not? You take the. Because there's so many other talented guys that, that could fit in and plug in and play. What if you really believe he's a game changer? Of higher value. Joseph. He knows Joseph. that the Giants they, are going to get Metcalf, in, so now he's mad. Unless no, they no. think. No, don't make this uh, me being irrational because of the team that I like. <laughs> Just throw red hair. If they think <laughs> that, that DK Metcalf is the third best player in the draft, then go ahead and take DK Metcalf. But if you have. 15 other guys ahead of DK Metcalf before you would take DK Metcalf, then don't draft DK Metcalf third overall. And I think most teams are acknowledging that there are probably 15 players that are better than DK Metcalf. Talented receiver, extremely athletic, but he is not the third best player in this draft. The Giants needed a run game. They drafted Saquon Barkley. They now have a no, run game. No, they didn't. They're, yes, they they're did. pr- but you, they desperately needed offensive linemen or a quarterback more than they needed a running back, but their approach was that Saquon, Saquon Barkley Saquon Barkley was the best player in the draft. He was the most talented player. And on I, their I draft think that's a board, bad example. They needed both. They need they could have gone in a number of ways, but they took Who was Saquon, the running back before Saquon Barkley? Shane Vereen? No, it was Rashad Jennings. And but Shane Vereen. It's a very rare scenario that a running back goes that high. And the reason why he was taking that high is because he was the best player Everyone's in just the draft. scared out of their minds to take a shot on a skill player in the, in the top three. And now he's a future Are you HLF. kidding me? But yeah. DK Metcalf is not at the same level of if a prospect could, that Saquon Barkley was hey, at. Hey, if you could go back and, and take uh, Julio with a higher pick, would you? Yes. Thank you. What? I'm telling you right now. If there's if he okay. falls to pick eight, the other thing that you're one not through taking seven into are going to be very other, upset they didn't the take other a, thing because that of your you're best not pick philosophy here. The other thing that you're not taking into account here, and I completely just lost the point that I was going to make. All right, Joe. Just now? Okay, Joe, typical. Yeah. You draft off of necessity by skill. So you're not. No, you. If there's not good guys at this at the spot, maybe you go to the second need that you certain have. Certain guys are every, obviously going to move up on your board based on if you value that position more. For every example that you can find one where we're taking the best player off the board works, I could find one that it doesn't work out. I want okay. you. To, I okay. want you. To, so that's me saying that all this philosophy stuff for the draft doesn't work. You might as well help your team where you need it. I want you to provide me of an example. What are you going to do with player? You got you got two regardless ri- of the players that you have. Thanks, Jake. At the time. Go ahead, Jake. You take it. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, we're right, fighting yeah. the same battle. I got you. I know. He's. He's. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, I just want know you to that think it, of one. any logical general manager goes by that approach, the one that I'm saying. Nobody does that. Yes, they do. If you have an Go elite. Go listen to the NFL draft community and, the, and, and all that the in your analysts. Book? Was that in your book? No, it was not. That's Why not? a different Why type of book. It's book? a different book. It's different. I'm not getting into the book. But. If you listen to any draft analyst, if you listen to any scout, you listen to any general manager, if you go ask them, they're going to tell you that you draft on best available. You do not reach based on need. So let me ask you this. Say you're you know you're, you're sitting at the fifth pick. Kyler Murray 
and Dwayne Haskins are both gone. You desperately need a quarterback for the future. Are you taking Drew Locke fifth overall? Well, who am I? Who's my quarterback? Say you don't even have. Say you were like the Cardinals, where you didn't even have one until you signed Sam Bradford. Or I have something Josh like that. Rosen. Uh, no, I'm saying like last season. I'm saying like last season. Right, well, okay, actually, wait. I don't. Wait don't, one second. Don't. I, I I understand what you're saying in that in that instance. Yeah. Say I'm you're the Denver Broncos and you you're you're sitting within the top ten picks. Okay. You know that Joe Flacco is old and he's not going to be there the whole time that you need him to be. Okay. And it's been years. Very, it's been very apparent that the Denver Broncos have made it clear that they want to take a quarterback going forward. Okay. To to build upon. If the two guys that they valued as the best two quarterbacks are gone. Do you draft Drew Locke or Daniel Jones, who is considered to be end-of-the-first-round talent? This is a very, like you said, mediocre quarterback draft class. Why not look down the line of future prospects in the in the quarterback development system like the Joker from Clemson? But that, but How that's the, that? that's the point I'm trying to make, though. And then do you, you fill reach out your based need. on need? Do you reach that badly? Not based when on it's need. You, are, you, are, you are making. Not my when you're point. not reaching. No, for I am an, not. That's a reach. Adequate player. Right, let me let me explain. You you're now. reaching on a quarterback in that situation. Do you think that we would reach for an adequate player, like Drew Locke at five? You think that's what we would do? That is a if reach. We, no. If we know but that the, we but have, that's, that's your argument though. Four to three to four years of Flacco, where we can get another quarterback in those three to four years. What you're getting consistent. Average numbers from Joe Flacco. But the other thing, though, that you're not taking into account here with the whole DK Metcalf thing is he is unproven. He is so unproven statistically. So you're saying that just because you think that you saw his combine was was freakish, was. that he deserves to be the number third, the third to, overall pick. I, I need to explain this point. You're, my, I said second. My blood is boiling. Okay, go ahead and explain your asinine point. You draft by necessity. If you have, if if you you value, you draft by necessity by skill. So if your number one need is quarterback and all the good quarterbacks get drafted, you go to your second need. What's the second biggest need you have? Then you draft that best player. Okay, I already said that. I already said that you, you will value. Did not. No, 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 no. You said I said that certain when you uh. put together a big board, you're gonna overvalue. You're gonna have more value for certain positions. So guys, certain guys are gonna be moved up. Are the Cowboys slightly? Are the Cowboys going to draft an offensive but, lineman? Their offensive line wasn't great last season, so they might. If the if the best available player but was an offensive proven. lineman, they're all proven. They're all proven. Why would you draft another player that's going to sit on the bench, and then you're going to then you get into salary cap problems, and you get into trade problems, and you get Le'Veon Bell sitting out for a year, even though that's not the same situation. I'm just saying, players get down on themselves. Obviously, you're not going to always take. The best available player in that's, that situation. That's literally no, no, what no, 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 no. I'm, I'm. You said you, your I, whole philosophy was based around the best player off the board, and I let, shut that down let with me, Leonard Williams. Let, let me let me break this down a little bit more. Obviously, certain teams go a little bit too far. Put that microphone down. Go a little <laughs> bit too far and far and just take the best available player. But you will have guys that are graded in a certain range. You will have guys that are graded. You know, as a five to ten, top five to ten pick in that range, or ten to fifteen. So if you somebody comes up that's available that is not at a need that you have, you're going to take somebody in that range. Joe, you're drafting by necessity, by skill. 
is the same exact thing that I've been saying. What you okay, were, we're agreeing. We're agreeing to disagree. No, now right he's now. on our our, yeah, you, our camp. You, you've no, I was saying that the point that I was trying to make is that you don't just blatantly reach, which is DK Metcalf with the third overall pick. Is that that is a blatant, blatant reach. reach. Right, if you're right, San Francisco, Joe. I don't think it's a blatant reach. You yes, need a wide receiver. No receiver will ever go second overall. Why not? Right. This could Never. be a, this could be third. a generational third. receiver. At the also, Jets. watch your hand in front of the camera, please. Thank I will you. knock Joe. the camera out of the Joe. <laughs> oh, the whoa. Right, Joe, I want you to tell me if this is a reach. Sam Darnold has nobody to throw to. Is that is DJ Metcalf a reach? DK. Whatever. Metcalf. Is that a reach? I, I don't I don't think it is. I think that and I, I or no, sorry. I That's do a, think it is. Oh, I do think it is. Okay. I do think that is a reach. Why? You can get a receiver of high quality that's maybe not DK Metcalf, who's not as risky in the second or the third round. And I, this I, is a deep receiving class. I agree. I agree. You can get a lot of productivity out of average. This is not average. a deep receiving class. You can get a lot. Talk, he's talking out of his neck. You saw that side-eye glance? He's out, talking out of your – you're talking out of your neck. All no, right. I'm not. DK Metcalf is head and shoulders above everybody else, and if it's not a reach if you're the Jets if you're taking an elite prospect and you don't have a receiver. Same thing for San, same thing for San Francisco. So are we just going to – to freak out every time somebody has a crazy combine performance. Mike Mamula had an incredible combine performance and then got drafted way too highly and then Everyone, we never heard of him again. There are always going to be misses in the you draft. Know what a gr- you know what a great combine? Jamarcus Russell. He had a great combine. Oh, okay. what is he doing what about, right now? What about other dudes that had great combines and were great players? I bet you there's more of that than people that had great combines but that turned out to be busts. I'm just saying that before the combine, DK Metcalf was a top 15 player Mike and you Mamula. can't shoot him up a draft board that much. I've been talking about DK Metcalf before the combine. I was bringing up the play where he leveled a linebacker at Alabama uh, after an interception. Okay. And then went and goes and chased down the ball, and he's already tracking back the interception that wasn't even near him. That's an NFL caliber play. That's something that Julio would do. I think he's legit. I was saying before the combine, guy. We have been arguing about this for a very long oh, time. Oh, okay. Gonna, what are you running out of steam? The last. Hey, Jake, I'm, not running out, I'm not running out of no, steam. I'm not. We're I'm not going to sit. More stats. We're not going to sit here and argue over. No, this. no. Yes, we are. Jake's getting some stats. No, we're not. Oh, I, what happened? Always oh, get right, oh, Metcalf applying a little pressure. Do you? Metcalf played for the underachieving Ole Miss Rebels. What was their record, Joe? What was Ole Miss's record? I don't know. Hard to be productive on a bad team. I don't. I wouldn't say that. And he a was bad still team. Pr- really because they were one and seven. Oh. They one? were. They played eight games Ayo. in the SEC. They were okay. one and seven. But besides that, though, you also realize though, that he didn't play the full year because of his neck injury. Joe, he also thought Maurice Hurst wasn't going to play this year, where he definitely did. I, I'm okay, not, I, that was I don't trust different, him. Different, different, different. You different. can't. You can't deny a good combine. You can't just ignore it, Joe. I'm not ignoring it. I was talking highly of him, but I think that you're overvaluing it. The I combine, don't think so. The I combine think... is literally for scouts is intended to... Sam Darnold has nobody to throw to. That's what they can't The, 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 the combine is intended to help scouts determine any assumptions that they have, maybe notice things that they missed about a certain guy. They want to be able to read into... The statistical, you know, numbers that go behind a guy. You do not base all of your analysis on a combine performance. I, I you know what people you. were talking about before the combine? All they were saying was DK Metcalf's going to run a four three forty. Every scout knew that he was going to run a four three forty. So they already knew the dude was fast. Just because he ran a good forty time does not mean that he needs to shoot up 
draft boards. Everyone knew this guy was athletic. We, I agree with you, but you just, I feel like you can't pass up an opportunity like this. It's, Being not, the, it's not as good of an opportunity as you think. You can't miss I your chance disagree. to blow. You know what? I'm going to say it right now. DK Metcalf's not going to be as good as you guys think he is. Whoa, now. I guarantee oh, it. Oh, okay. Now we're you guys Hot are, take. God, you're, talking, take uh, uh, you're talking uh, him up to be a, a top No, we're not. I'm receiver. talking him up because the two teams at two and three need Save a receiver, and he is an elite. Uh, he seems to be an elite prospect. When was the last time a receiver went a second and third overall? When was the last time a receiver went that high? I don't know. I'm just saying. In it's ten, a receiver's game now. In 10 years from now. When we have our own FM radio show, yes, that's gonna, bold. Ten years. We're gonna we're, we're gonna take <laughs> we're gonna take that clip. We're gonna cut it and we're gonna play it back. Okay. And he'll, by that time, he'll be in top five rece- receiver in the NFL. Also, this is not a receivers league. The team that just won the Super Bowl has a bunch of white dudes. One of them plays do you lacrosse. Want, do you want to keep on making exceptions for the Patriots? Is that what you want to keep on? For the is, is the Patriots a, a completely different story than everybody else? Do you see everyone else trying to do what the Patriots do? No, because they can't because they don't have Belichick. All the they other thirty-one teams. What? <laughs> I don't know. What, what do we have next, Joe? I, I, I don't I, even want to talk about the Oakland Raiders right now. No. I'd be fine with the Oakland Raiders taking DK all Metcalf right, we're also. Here. We're done here. <laughs> we're done here. The last thing that we're going to do is Hayden's horrendous takes. And Hayden had sent me a couple good ones recently. He told me to go into the bank. Also, I can't say Hayden's last name, apparently. Uh, the FBI might kill us. Don't want to risk that. But here are the ones that he gave me. Dwayne Haskin falls out of the top ten. Giants Wrong. take Locke, and the Cards take Murray. Those are the horrendous hot takes I got from Hayden. One more time. Dwayne Haskin falls out of the top ten. Okay. No the Giants take Drew Locke before they take Dwayne Haskins. Hayden is dumb. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. And that, those are the two? What's the last Those one? are the two. Okay, those are both ridiculous. Did you tell him it was going to be a bit... Because is he, he sticking it up? He was. He listens. Oh, he listened in. Yeah, he that listens. was why he shticks. Uh, you know what? I have a question. No, no, he believes those things. He said them to me. Oh, before. that's quick. That's question. gross. Then. Yeah. Pre free agent signing. Name the AFC Championship, NFC Championship for next year. Pre. This then, is such a random. That's. This is not random. I want you to name the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship next year. Pre free agency. Pats, Chiefs, Rams, uh, Bears. Wow, I love that Bears pick. I'm gonna say Bears, oh. and but I'm not picking the Rams. I don't think the Rams I make it back. Rams. I don't think the Rams make it back. Um, wow, this is harder than I thought. I think it'll be Pat's cheap. Actually, you know yeah, what? Go ahead. Pats Chiefs, but I think the Jaguars make a comeback next year and make it back to the playoffs. It's a terrible take. And <laughs> are we just gonna let call the bet me, keep going? Call here? me crazy, but perfect. 49ers. Oh my god. Bears. Yeah, you're crazy. That's a that's just a terrible. Okay, so take. I don't think the Patriots make it back to the AFC Championship. I think it's gonna be. Please tell me. Why do you Chiefs, not think that? Ravens? Why would oh you my not think? God. Why do you think? Oh, the Ravens who. You're just talking out of okay, your neck. Yeah, no, no. Are you kidding Ravens. me? I don't see the Ravens. Now that I think about it, you don't think this the Pats? That's something I can just why? come up off the top of my head. I don't why do you know. think the Pats wouldn't make it? I just, I'm kind of hoping that they don't. It's what's, more of that situation. What's, why, what would give you any inclination that they would <laughs> the, not be the, back the at the Chiefs Super Bowl again are, next year? The Chiefs are going back. I see the Saints going back. Saints Bears makes a lot more sense to me. Um, 
I think someone like the, the Titans is going to shock us. Um, I, I don't really see the Ravens. Relax. I would not be surprised if a team like the Jets made, made the playoffs and were oh somewhere in that God. range. I, I I really like Adam Gase. These are the worst takes I've ever These heard. These are in my not life. the worst takes. <laughs> I know I know the 49ers is the hottest of hot takes, but they're just if they can stay healthy, they got the two it. are terrible. You two are, are terrible. They got it. If they stay healthy, I'd be fine if you said the Cowboys. I'd be fine if you said the nope, Eagles. They won't. Eagles won't either. I'd be fine with either of those two picks. Uh, I'd, I'd be fine Eagles. if you said the Seahawks. No, nope, they won't your, either. Your selections are absolute garbage. I'd be fine if you said the Packers, too. Right, it doesn't they, matter well, to they, me. This was Aaron. Rams, Saints, Bears, podcast, He's pulling a miles on us. This, this, this podcast is very errant and went all over the place. Well, because you got owned. I didn't get Give me owned. Give some, Jake. No, nonsensical. I, I will contact every draft analyst I can get contact with. Please do. We'll give them the same pitch. We'll give them the same pitch. And tell me who they have drafted and tell me the, the success stories. And then when they drafted that player, tell me what who was at that position prior to the draft. I will go back and look and, and, and look at every yeah, single draft let's do to this. prove you guys let's wrong. Let's do this. Just, I, you some, are wrong. I spend so much time involved with with following the NFL draft and everything, and the argument that you had is just not anywhere close to anything how, that I've heard. How is that a bad argument? You draft you based off of us. necessity? It, it, thank no, you. I did Skill. disprove you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You gave not. us examples of two players that just had uh, bad careers, We're not getting and now you want to have – you don't want to get into it? I'm not getting back into it. Oh, this. why? Because you we're know you're wrong. 49 minutes, know. and this you was know incoherent. This whole podcast that was, it, it, was, incoherent. was incoherent. It was just rambling. We can go an hour 30. I'm, I'm good I with it. I got plenty of juice as long as I'm proving you wrong, boy. That's what I'm saying. Buddy. You weren't proving me wrong. Okay. That is going to be it for Get to the Point. Check us out on Twitter, at GTTP Podcast. Um, follow us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, you name it. Check out Angry Sports Network www.anchorsportsnetwork.com If you want it, we got it. If you want it, baby, we got it.